We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 25 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Our first storm. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Kendra. We are, we're actually recording inside the boat instead of up on the flybridge today. It has been cold. Very cold. Yeah, so we are probably going to be recording from the inside of the boat because, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not very fun up there this time of year. I didn't even go up there. You brought all this stuff down. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I've got a table. I've got all the recording equipment. Uh, it's a bit of work to bring everything down, but it's all right. It's comfy down here. All right. Let's talk about this last week. There's a lot to talk about. I'll go first. Okay. Unless, unless you want to go first. Uh, go ahead. All right. So this last week was one of the first times I've taken a vacation in a while. I took a whole week off work. Yeah, you you take a day here and there, but you took the whole week. Yeah, and it was weird. I kind of told you to. (laughs) (laughs) You did. Mostly because you have vacation days that if you don't use them, they disappear. I'm going to lose them by the end of the year. So I figured we're getting close to the end of the year. You might as well take a week. So a week ago, we became six on the boat. Did we talk about that? I think we mentioned... That my mom was coming in from Korea or had just come in. Okay. And we didn't go much into sleeping arrangements or how that was going to work. So she came in on Saturday night, woke up, went to church, did our Sunday thing. And then Monday, our kids still had school, even though I had you take the week off. Oh, right, right. I, I kind of figured we'd get some stuff done. And then your mom would be with us. And we woke up Monday morning to... A full tank. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. So right off the bat, your mom was here like a so day. So she got to experience <laughs> the... And uh, we say... Yeah, you don't get to use oh, our bathroom. Oh, <laughs> you can't use the bathroom. Till Tuesday. Not till Tuesday. So that was like... That's right. We we like... We christened her or something. I don't know. No? Uh, what do well, you call she, it? We got to... Get her to experience. Right, right, right. There we go. With open arms to boat life. What is that called when you, uh, it's like a hazing, right? That's initiation. There we go. There we go. I was like, I know it's not nice. (laughs) Welcome to our boat. Don't use the toilet. Right. The head. Um, Last week also had some of the roughest windy weather we've experienced so far. Yeah. And so because we live on a boat and I feel like we're more out in the elements, I actually watch the news almost every night. Just, just to watch the weather. Yeah. For the weather. And I was so focused on the fact that it was going to be so cold. I wasn't paying attention to the wind. And so I kept telling you, like, okay, it's going to be really cold. Temperatures are going to drop. We're going to go down into the 20s at night. And the caretaker had even told us, yes, it is going to be so cold. I will be turning off the water at night. Right. To make sure to fill up your tanks so beforehand during the day. not only did we tell your mom... She can't go to the bathroom. We told her she can't shower on the boat because (laughs) (laughs) we were preserving water. We went and got drinking water, filled the tanks, and were prepared for those to get shut off in the cold. Right. But what happened next was we actually got wind first. (laughs) Yeah. So one of the things that we've learned about, uh, I guess, the marinas here in this area, I don't know if if I talked about it before, um, is for whatever reason... Very few of them have good protection from winds that come from the north. A lot of them are well protected on the south, but not from the north. Well, right. There's land on the south. So that's kind that of a probably huge makes sense. protection. <laughs> right. To the north, there's no land. Right. But I think during the fall and during the spring, uh, just from stuff I've read online, that's when you tend to get northerly winds or winds that come from the north. Mm-hmm. So what we experienced this last week may be something we experience more frequently than so, than we think. I think in a lot of places where you live, if you get a north wind, you know what it's... I mean, it's coming from Canada. It's coming from the north. It's cold. Sure. If you get a south wind, it's usually some kind of more tropical storm or warmer weather. Yeah. I, I and mean, I think that's true almost 
wherever you fair enough but for the rocking of a boat is a boat going to rock less if it's warm wind or cold wind no it would depend <laughs> on where you were right right that's what i'm saying like it doesn't matter if like it's coming in florida i'm guessing a south wind would be more damaging because they've got land to the north right right anyway so <laughs> one of the first clues that i had that something was up was there's a boat a very large catamaran at the end of our dock and I did tell you I said that the weatherman said wind was coming. Yeah, yeah. But no, no, no. As far as like how people around here react to it. Oh, okay. There's a catamaran that's parked at the end of our dock or docked at the end of our dock. I don't know. And mm. I heard somebody, one of the other boats say, hey, by the way, that boat's going to get moved out. You another boat might get moved another in. Another captain? What did I say? Another boat said. <laughs> <laughs> Just making sure everybody knows that boats don't talk. That's, it's true. Um, boater? Another... One of the other members here. Well, I said captain, so... Um, and he said he was going to be moving just because there was going to be some... Like, an, another a northeasterly, a northeasterly wind. Right, so not only was it north, it was northeasterly, which apparently is even colder. Right. And more windy. Maybe. And this is something... I, I don't know. Maybe everyone else understands this. A northerly, in, your, in my brain, before I learned all this, meant the wind was going north, like heading north. But a northerly actually means coming from the north. See, that's the thing. Is that I just guess, me? Yes. Well, <laughs> it's not me. Right. Um, growing up in Montana, I remember, um, I guess I listened to the adults talk about the wind. Mm. If we got a wind from the west, we were getting storms that now when I look at the map are coming from us. So if they got a really like high west storm, like it's bringing in moisture it's coming off of the ocean so a west wind would bring like a thunderstorm in the mm. summer and stuff like that and a north wind is always going to bring cold weather it's right. coming from canada hmm. well that may just be a, me a case but of I me have, not like, paying a attention map <laughs> in my head so like i visualize it i see it when someone's talking about it like i'm already like oh yeah that that fits here that fits there and i know that not everybody you know you're shaking your head <laughs> no no just not me yeah I don't have any kind of map in my head whatsoever. It takes you a few minutes to maybe know where north is, where yeah. I always know where north is. Right. I right. have like a built-in compass. Yeah. I think you also remember, like you think about, this is going to make me sound so dumb. Um, I know the sun rises <laughs> in the east and sets in the west. Mm -hmm. But like, I know that just by saying it, but it doesn't, like it doesn't automatically turn into and therefore, that's west. And therefore, yeah. like, it takes me a while to figure that out still. And and the sun changes from summer to winter. When I'm designing a house and somebody's like, oh, I love the sun and I want my, you know, I always ask them. I'm like, I go out to the property and I ask, well, do you care more about morning sun, afternoon sun, evening sun? And I understand, like, where it's going to set. And, you know, I'll tell them in the winter, you're going to get it like this. But in the summer, it's going to be like this. So I was actually thinking about that this week as the storm, as we were kind of dealing with the storm and how some of the boathouses and boats that were on the north end just got hammered. I mean, right. they were being pushed around. And right. I know some of my listeners that they've seen some of the pictures that I, that I put online or that I mentioned on the on the Facebook group. And uh, they, they kind of laugh at us saying that we got hammered over here because <laughs> we don't deal with real winds. We don't get hurricanes. No, How about right, that? Right. Yeah. We're on the Pacific Northwest and the Puget well, Sound. You couldn't have it's a boathouse in a hurricane. Right. Which yeah, just hammered kind over of, there would mean completely destroyed. Right. I mean, and we will mention that some boathouses, they've got damage. Um, and we lost water, not because of freezing, but because a boathouse was rocking so much it burst or broke a pipe. Correct. And uh, water did get turned off. Right. So what I was thinking about <laughs> is not knowing any of that. We sort of lucked out. Like, I think you thought about it more than I did. But as far as oh, which direction. Oh, you so cute. You think we lucked out. Do you think we luck out with houses, too? No, no, no. Okay. There, there's Just a few so you things. know that I'm looking at the sun every <laughs> I know, time. I know. <laughs> but because I don't, I think that maybe there are other people like me who also don't. So you were mentioning uh, people who work with you as far as getting a house built and what direction it should face to deal with the sun. And I think that when people buy houses, that's something to think about that I honestly never, ever, ever think about. I don't think, think a lot of people it. do. Right. That's what I'm saying. And you think about it a lot. I think they move in and then they're sad that they don't have the sun, but they weren't thinking about it beforehand. Well, picking a boathouse 
and I suppose this is going to be just for areas that have boathouses, not so relevant for, for a lot of boaters, but our boathouse happens to face the west, mm-hmm. which ordinarily, because that's where our biggest door is, that'd be a bit of a bummer because we'd miss out on morning sun coming in. But Right, which we will talk about is my favorite time of day. Right, right. Sunrise. <laughs> but on the other hand, when the sun rises, we have a shore just right outside our boathouse that lights up when it's sunny in the morning. And then we'll also get sunset, right? So we're not getting both, just to clarify. When the sun goes up, we are seeing the reflection from the sun. Hitting the shore. Hitting the shore across from us. Right. And then that that lights up. And then in the evening, we do see a full sunset, which is beautiful. I do love a sunrise. (laughs) It is my favorite time of day since I was a child. But the sunset's pretty too. Yeah. And... The one of the first couple boathouses we looked at, one of the reasons I was hesitant was they did face their backside where you'd open the big door faced north. Mm. And I could manage to face almost any direction but north because you called the big door the backside. Yeah. Oh, that's the front to me. How weird. Because that's the part I look out. So that's right. You're looking out the back. That's our backyard. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. All right. Anyway, <laughs> uh, facing the north means no sun. Like, if you face the south, you get some sun in the winter because of the way that the sun is so low on okay. the whatever. On the horizon? Yeah. Hmm. I yeah. have no concept of this. Like, you're, you're saying this. I know. I, I tried like, drawing it out the other day. <laughs> I feel like I either I'm supposed to understand this and I feel dumb or I feel like you're some super genius who gets this and you can see things no, no one I else just, can see. I just visualize. Okay, like when you used to play that video game when we were first married. I don't know. Halo? Halo? Yeah. Is it Halo? Yeah, yeah. Like I don't even know. And I don't even know the point of the game. But I remember I'd be over your shoulder watching you and just be so frustrated because like, why are you running that way? Like, who do you think is over there? I don't even know what game you're playing, but you're going the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I have maps in my head, and it. I know that uh, I've talked to my grandpa about it once. It makes me a really good driver. I never get lost. Like, we can go yard sailing, zigzag through some neighborhood, and I know exactly where we are. I know how to get out, and you're like, it's like a maze for you or whatever, and you're frozen and don't know which way to go, but I always do. And my grandpa once was kind of like... That's sort of a man thing. Like, how do you know where you're going? Most women get lost. Right, right. I don't know if that's true because I've never gotten lost. (laughs) So I do think that maybe I'm the unusual one because I was the only one among my friends who would get constantly turned around, like lost all the time. Like we did the the racetrack at at, uh, Matt's house. And I'm telling you like- Racing simulator, yeah. Like anticipate that turn coming up. And you're like, what turn coming up? Which direction? Like, I memorized the map really fast. And like, you know, you're going to turn right. And I think some of your friends were more like, oh, I think Kendra might make a better driver than you. (laughs) And maybe we're just rare. Maybe we are. Maybe that's why we work. You know what's really weird? What? I spent a lot of time in my youth being a pizza delivery driver. I know. When we talk about that, I am shocked that you got the pizza to the right houses. Yeah, I, I'm trying to figure. And didn't get lost. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how I did that, but we should I, probably say for the youngins before phones, before GPS, yeah, before, before cell phones, and any well, there of were cell that. phones, but there was no GPS on them. Like you didn't get to put it in your map. No, what I actually did was I would look at the. We had like a city map that we how had up on a wall, and I would literally write out turn by turn directions: take a left on oh. such and such, take a right on such and such. But and and I'd always get there on time, but I would always get I'd always get lost heading back because my directions were inverted and I couldn't like my brain couldn't quickly figure out okay if I had to take a left to go on the street going out I'd have to take a right like I I can say it and I understand it but I can't do it <laughs> like while <laughs> it's happening I have no idea what's happening yeah I'm never lost <laughs> I remember when we were first married we were part of a. Uh... A really fun group. And all of us moms decided it was really fun for us to take a weekend and go on a trip. Just the moms and go shopping hmm. every winter. And it was not our first trip. Maybe our second or third. We haven't we hadn't done it very long. Still no cell phones. 
still no GPS. It was back in the day when you carried a map. And uh, I think Krista was driving that year and she didn't have a map in her car. And I was kind of the the newbie to the group. Everybody had kind of known each other. I was more of the newbie, I felt like. And I remember they were all shouting like which way to go. And I wasn't yet comfortable to say but it was driving me nuts because I knew that they were going the wrong way, like the opposite direction of our so hotel. So it's not just me then. <laughs> Apparently, it's not just me. Well, no, you're not but the only person. Like, but but what I'm like... saying is it as a man thing or a woman right, thing. Right, right. Like, That's what I'm saying. All like, of your like, girlfriends right. didn't know. They huh, were completely crap. lost and uh, <laughs> wanted to buy a map and pull over. And I always know like where the ocean is. No matter where I'm at, I have a sense of north. So... You know, I could say, if we keep going that way, of course, we're going to hit the, this freeway. And then, you know, we can just head. And, I, it's like you have a superpower. <laughs> because I. Well, you know, what my nickname was after that trip. Well, they called you GPS. They after called me this, GPS yeah. after that trip. Because some of them had GPS, like back in the day when you had to buy it, mount it to your. I mean, you still do that. Right, but not right. as many people do mount a whole GPS into their car. And a few of them had that, but we didn't have the car that had it so uh that's why and i think one of their gps's when they got home they named kendra (laughs) i can't remember who did that's hilarious (laughs) maybe jill huh if it's if it's a guy girl thing statistically then i'm in i mean anyone can shout out to this like you're a man or a woman and either we're being sexist (laughs) or it really is a thing and we just happen to be married and we're opposite right and only one of us needs to be good at directions right it's true (laughs) We're together most of the time, and I tell you which way to go. Anyway, we had a storm. <laughs> I do feel bad about the no. second people on my pizza delivery route as I think about this now. Oh, you're... you're the you're... first person... Because we'd always take more than one pizza right. delivery. So the first person would get their pizza just fine, get, trying to get out of a neighborhood to go to the second person... Is what took me a while. <laughs> well, I would think you'd take more than one or two, maybe three on yeah, a delivery. Yeah. And man, I would make the best pizza delivery person because I would, it's like, okay, we have that game, Ticket to Ride with the girls. Uh-huh. And it's a board game. I love making like the the routes, you know, the most efficient way. I mean, it that is like... It's like an OCD or something I have that I have to make it the most efficient way. Right. So as a pizza delivery person, I mean, I would be like sitting there like, yes, this is like every time delivering would be another game. <laughs> How can I get there the fastest and be the most efficient? Hmm. I think that I was the opposite. I think sometimes I was just eager to get back and wash dishes. Maybe because of you, they started doing, if your pizza's cold, we pay for it. It wasn't because of me. Maybe. No. <laughs> So anyhow, uh, we had a windstorm. And what I was saying about uh, being lucky or you having selected the right boathouse is... Not lucky. Not lucky. Being several boathouses back from the from the, uh, the edge where the, the wind was hitting. The furthest north shore. Yeah. Um, we didn't feel a ton of Yeah, motion. we're only, I think, four boathouses. Yeah, we're four, four boathouses back. Uh, back. And... So we would step out of the boathouse, walk out to the very end. The end of the dock. Which, if you get on Instagram or Facebook um, that we have on there, you put a video of all the rocking. It looks like an earthquake, kind of. So we would go out there, and the one boat did stay out there. So one boat went to like the guest dock. It had knew the storm was coming. It left the dock. There's two that's usually out there, and the other boat was out there, and it was getting hammered just hammered yeah so if you can try to picture this so at the very end of the dock there are some boathouses then there's a dock that sort of runs perpendicular to uh our walkway and then there's some boats that are normally tied up there so you have the boathouses bouncing up and down because of the waves you have the dock bouncing up and down kind of opposite the boathouse because it's further up and then you have a boat that's tied to the dock that's bouncing. And so we've got these three things that are pulling against each other. Yeah. Um, and it's the it sound. Got a, it got a little scary at the times. The sound was horrific. Yeah. It sounds pretty bad. Metal. All the boathouses are made of metal. Right. Right. <laughs> Have metal sheeting. And so the sound of them scraping up against each other kept us up all night. We did not really sleep that night. 
So the boathouses are not made of metal. I was going to say made of metal. They're sheeted in metal. Yeah. Like metal sheeting on the outside. Metal siding, yeah. Yeah, and roofs. And those roofs actually were what were hitting each other. It was this weird, loud, scraping yeah. sound yeah. Uh, that we heard all night. Yep. <laughs> so I think we do have some damage to our boathouse. Remember when we left, I told you about it, but then we haven't looked at it since. So not like major damage, but I think a board came undone. Right, right. And for folks that know about wind speeds and, and boating more than, uh, I guess, more than others, I think that our nor- the sustained wind during the storm, and everyone else is going to put like storm <laughs> in air quotes, right. um, was about 15 knots. Yeah. And I think periodically it got up to closer to 20. Well, we had gusts of 30. Yeah. Was in the forecast for about two days, two, two and a half days. Right. Uh, we held that kind of speed, I guess is what you call it, and then wind gusts up to 30. Right. Which you could tell when there was a gust, a bigger wave, uh, things creaked a little bit more. We actually all woke up at 3 a.m., not sure to what. Even another boater said he was up at 3. Yeah. Uh, maybe it was a big wave. It just woke us all up. So not a good night's sleep. We slept. Yeah. But But it really wasn't too bad. No, because, so I guess what we didn't say is, so we'd step outside and the whole, it looks like the town is just shaking. Yeah. But we'd step inside. Floating boathouses. Yeah. And yes, there was movement. Our boat never stopped moving. We all had, uh... What do you call that? Sea legs. Well, we got sea legs. Yeah, we got. Once, we all got sea legs. The, the next morning, <laughs> when the next morning when the girls went to school, Morgan said that she felt she really. She texted. Yeah, she, she felt really me. nauseated. She said she'd close her eyes and feel like things are moving, and so she'd try to not move, and it made her feel even worse. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel really guilty. I cheated this week. What? Um, I cheated. What are you talking about? I cheated on boat life. I showered at our house. Our house is listed for sale. We haven't <laughs> sold it yet. And the water got turned off. And I still have a few things left at the house, including I kind of left it in case of an emergency. I left everything in case someone needed a shower. I left a towel and shampoo. Mm. And so I went to the house and I showered. Tisk, tisk, and tisk. I'm not the only one that cheated. Who else cheated? You did. What? You slept on our bed the whole time I showered. You slept on a bed. I, t- <laughs> I took a nap. <laughs> we cheated. I feel like it's a cheat. If we didn't, we, the whole point of this is to not have a house to fall back on. Uh-huh. And we kind of did this week. Well. So, and then anyway, part of me being in the shower is every time I like put my head back to shampoo my hair, I thought, I mean, I was like falling over the whole sea legs thing. It's like when you close your eyes or you lean back, the whole world starts moving. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get nauseous from that though. So, right. right. It's just kind of like, wee. No, it was, I, I don't know if it was last night or the night before. We were all at dinner. I think a couple of us were like, whoa, we're moving. But we're, we weren't moving because we were on land. Yeah, a couple of nights ago. Because <laughs> we've been back for a while. So that was like Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And then Thursday we knew, we were, well, we were planning on taking the boat out to the island on Wednesday. Then when the storm hit, we're like, we can't possibly leave in this. Right. And there was a small craft advisory, which we still don't know what that means. If it means smaller than us, if we're bigger than the small craft advisory. Well, it no, it's definitely smaller than us. But the, the two things about the small craft advisory warning is if you are a small craft is, is part one. And the second is if you are an inexperienced boater. And I know you still call yourself that, right? I am definitely an inexperienced oh. boater. I think you're great. Oh, thanks. But we've not been doing it enough for us for me to feel like, hey, we can just go out in any storm and be fine. I think that an experienced boater probably wouldn't go out in the storm. <laughs> but they would also <laughs> know how like to handle it better. We saw a lot of boats. <laughs> well, Thursday morning, it was still windy, but calm enough. I guess we felt like we could go out. Did we take off Thursday or Wednesday? Thursday. We did take off on, on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have about an hour boat ride over to the island have we talked about the island just briefly i think right? so that it's something that the yacht club owns right it's a little um, private island yacht it's, club uh, members only right. you have to only get their well i guess you can take your car you just can't have anybody else take their car we still have to have our sticker in the car right and you can drive there um but it has a full clubhouse it's a big building uh what do you think 1500 square feet yeah, huge kitchen, monstrous With kitchen designed to two take ovens, care of 500 people at once. Right. 
And we got there and had the island to ourselves. Yeah. So I cooked dinner uh, with Hayden in the kitchen and we had the whole place to ourselves. We played ping pong and games and had the TV on and there's like three couches and uh, three showers in ours. I don't know how many in the boys because there's a boys restroom and a girls restroom. Right, right. The girls restroom has three showers because the water is turned off there as well. It's a well, small- water on the docks. On the docks, yes. Right. Because it's small enough that not very many people go. So I think they just turn it off in the winter for freezing. Um, not worth a busted pipe. Right. So we still showered off the boat, which is fine because there's a lot of showers. The island has this neat thing, uh, and it's only neat if you like seafood, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. So Wait, how many of us like seafood? <laughs> not two of us. Um, not you. <laughs> You're not one of the two. Um, Just not this seafood. I have some seafood. Yeah. You don't like clams and oysters, though. Nope. No. And I don't like oysters, but I like clams. And I don't even eat clam chowder. That's so weird. If I do, I eat around the clams. Like if pota- I get one, I'm soup. like, blah. Yeah. Yep. Um, the island has so many oysters. So many. Like The very first time we were there, we were walking around and I thought, this is a really rocky beach. Like, this is just ridiculous. And, I, and then we started picking things up and like everything on the ground is an oyster. Right. It's a whole oyster farm there. And they are oysters that belong to the island. Well, they don't belong to the island. You're not supposed to take them. No. You eat them there and you put the shells back so that more oysters can grow. Right. It's it's So the logic there is not because they belong to the island. I don't island. know. I just have been told <laughs> to not take them. Our, our little island has a few fun things. Uh, we just found out about the clams. We didn't know about those. No, right. So... In addition to there being oysters everywhere, uh, if you do a little bit of digging, like and by little, I mean like literally like three inches down. I don't know. I didn't go out with you. Yep. That was my mom and I digging. Uh, there's butter clams out there. And within five minutes, I had a whole handful of butter clams that They're I brought little, in and cooked right? up. I think butter clams can get... I mean, I've seen much larger ones. The yeah. ones that I had were maybe two and were two they and on the inches across. south end of the island, like I said, the guy said? Uh, that's where we went. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was the South End. I don't, I don't deal well with that recipe (laughs) as we already discussed. (laughs) Well, the oysters are more on the East side. So. All right. Well, my mom picked oysters because she wanted oysters and I picked up butter clams because I wanted clams. I've never cooked clams before. It was kind of cool, actually. Like I just threw them in a pot and turned the water on. And after a few minutes, they just... I don't, I think I don't mind eating seafood and there's some that I eat. I do not enjoy making any of it. One, the smell. Mm -hmm. And two, I I got nothing. I just don't like making it. Like I I don't enjoy boiling or steaming the crab. I love going to a restaurant and ordering crab. (laughs) I do not enjoy steaming the little guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it kind of stinks. I wonder if I would like seafood less if I could smell more. Oh, that's true. You don't have a very good sense of smell. No, I actually like kind of wondered whole the whole kitchen. time. That's what I was going to ask. Did it smell like seafood after we were done? The the oysters smelled worse than the clams. Ah. Yeah. They had a different smell. Yeah. I mean, not so bad. There are some fish that I've had people cook that smells worse. I don't enjoy the the smell of seafood as much, and we own a boat, so I'm trying, you know. Well, you don't have to eat seafood just because you own a. And <laughs> I live feel on a like boat. I do. We live on water. If we were to like get stranded out there and we have to live on ocean food, I should eat it because I'm going to die. <laughs> if you don't, right? <laughs> if I don't. <laughs> but I've always enjoyed crab. I don't like lobster. I don't like the chewy ones. So lobster and um, clams are more chewy. They're like, you have to like meaty and you're like chewing through them. A chewy clam means it's been cooked for too long. Oh. If it's like really, really clam chewy, chowder, like shoe leather kind I've of thing. I've had like clam chowder. I'm like, okay, see, I can't eat this. It's like leather. Uh, I'm like See, it doesn't have it. to be that bad. Crab is very tender or whatever. I don't yeah. know if it's tender is the right word. I like salmon and halibut. There's a few fish I like. Well, the upside is Thanksgiving doesn't usually involve a lot of seafood. It's true. It involves an amazing turkey from Costco that they made for me. Yeah, so that's something <laughs> that we've started doing that's kind of different. Again, I, I cheat. I don't know if other people have figured this out, but making a turkey sucks. 
Like it is a. It's like not that I've ever Christmas done it. Christmas vacation movie. Watching people make a turkey <laughs> sucks. You know, it looks all pretty, and then she cuts it open, and air puffs out. Like you don't know what you're gonna get. It's like a surprise every time. Which Did, might be part of the enjoyment, I maybe, think, for some people. Maybe some people think that's fun. So. A few years back, we discovered that Costco carries, like, well, just a chunk of turkey meat. We discovered it while we were living in the RV, and I couldn't... Same kind of problem, I right? was like, I'm not... I can't <laughs> no place cook, to roast cook, the turkey. Can't do a whole turkey. And there's only the five of us. We can't eat a whole turkey. Right. So I was at Costco, and I saw turkey breast. Just this huge turkey breast. And I thought, well... well not Not huge. Well, if it's one breast, that's big. Oh, okay. That's a big turkey. She's very uh, rusty. I guess. I'm trying to figure out, like, <laughs> I, I'm trying to use my hands here to describe how big it is. So that's not good audio. Um, I don't know, like th- five pounds? No, I don't know if I've Less ever. Less than that? Yeah. Oh. I'm I have no about idea. This game. <laughs> All that matters is that they it's don't. It's the best turkey ever. Yeah. They don't use a lot of ingredients. If you look at the ingredients, it's like salt and something else. Like, it's. Very little ingredients, which turkey. I love. There's turkey in the and ingredients. <laughs> it's so moist. Yeah, it's a Basically, perfect turkey. Basically, my kids have decided I'm done making turkey because they want it. And we can get it year-round. So when one of our kids, I'm going to say this, Charlie, uh, Charlie loves turkey. it. Yep. She's like, hey, mom, can you just go get one of those turkeys for dinner? Yeah. So it we is, actually eat it year-round. It is actually better than any turkey I've ever had anywhere. Well, Although, to be fair, your brother-in-law... Yeah, makes a fine smoke. Is John, it smoked turkey? John, your turkey is the best turkey. <laughs> and I think it's because no, it's it doesn't. Barbecued. It, some he kind takes of, yeah. it. He's got this special saucy it's stuff. It's not even that like turkey by the it, time like, he's done. It's magic. He he gets back in the day. His family was a had turkey farms, and so he would get just the breasts, and they would soak in this brine for days, and then he'd barbecue them and make this famous mustard sauce. Absolutely delicious. That is the best turkey. Right. I'm not going to do that. So Costco turkey on a boat. it is. So Costco <laughs> turkey is the second best turkey you can possibly have. If you're looking to have it moist, it's not dry, and you can slice it for sandwiches, which is what we end up doing during the year. And you don't like having and days and days so and days of leftovers. Expensive. Right. I mean, it's more expensive than a whole turkey, but I'm not having to work with like raw turkey and gizzards either. Right, right. Uh, Costco also has mashed potatoes already ready. They just need to be heated up. Yeah. Um, we got cranberries. No, I do cook, just so everybody's aware. <laughs> <laughs> I am a good cook. Um, but when push comes to shove, what we've noticed in 17 years is that holidays do stress me out when I feel like I have to cook several things and they all have to be perfect. And when I just have to warm it up, and serve everybody and there's less stress and I'm kind of just sitting with everybody. Everyone's having Maybe what makes it so <laughs> delicious fun. is that there's no contention. <laughs> it's not a it's, there's there is no stress. There is no own like eggshells to walk around on anyone. Uh there's no eggshells to walk around anyone. It so it just makes it so the food is enjoyable. Like I'm sure that has some of what makes I it I think good. it does because I'm my best cook when I'm not having to perform cook i guess yeah i am a better cook and a, and a better person <laughs> <laughs> last christmas we spent christmas in seattle and got chinese food for christmas and again yeah. laid back it was know. nice I, the mom plays a big role that in, was the that in, was the christmas where morgan who sometimes jumbles her words yells out diabetes and that's so random. No, no, listen, it's the funniest <laughs> You're gonna story. You're going to have to go back and tell the whole story because otherwise it's so random. Yep. So we are, we, I think we're finished we're with at, dinner. We're at the Space Needle. And we're near the Space Needle in Seattle. Walking back to our car. And it's dark outside and Morgan points and just freaks out and yells, ah, diabetes. And for starters, that's a really strange thing to hear coupled with the the emotion that she has i mean she sounds genuinely freaked out and we see this large rat run by and we're thinking what on earth like okay that is diet and i think it was charlie no morgan started laughing she knew what she said (laughs) we were all kind of surprised and she laughed and she kind of got looked at us and said 
I mean rabies. <laughs> and I don't remember. I think she maybe to yell, we had just been talking about animals and rabies. So it was like fresh on her mind. But we'd also maybe been talking about diabetes. I, I don't know. I don't actually know where she heard the diabetes from. <sighs> but that was a good Christmas. It was. And it didn't involve any cooking. It was a... Man, maybe cooking or presents. Is just... We told the girls the presents was the hotel, the Space Needle. We went to several yeah. things and told the girls like that's kind of your presents. I got them maybe a couple of things, right? And, and right. that we opened in the hotel. So, holidays on the boat. I mean, they do have to involve less stuff. There's less moving parts that can happen. We can't have as big of a as big of a dinner because we have a small kitchen. If we do it at home, you know, on the boat. We don't have room for lots of presents. I don't want the girls to focus on it so much. Yeah, to have it be a stressful. Like there's that balance. I don't want them to holiday. think that I took away all their memories. Um, I was the mom when they were little that went all out. Now we never did Santa. You guys can all judge us if you want to. We're one of those parents that never told them about Santa. So we had the kids that like grew up saying we know the truth. <laughs> right. There's no Santa <laughs> or Tooth Fairy or. Bunny, Easter bunny. Easter or, yeah, bunny. Yeah. So, but I did go all out with Christmas. So many presents, all the food, all the traditions, everything my grandma made or was maybe a tradition from your child. I took everything I could to make these memories when they were little. And so there's this balance that right now in life I'm trying to figure out, which is not overdoing it like I think I was when they were little. <laughs> And still having them have memories, but understand that memories can be made differently. So some of those memories would, when they're little, would involve lots of presents, all the food that they can imagine, all the cookie baking. But also I know I wasn't the best mom because I was stressed out. Yeah. Trying to make it all perfect. So then the trade-off to that is a simpler life more memories doing things, a less less stressed out mom. It's such a hard balance. I feel like no matter what, your kid needs therapy when they've grown. I don't know. (laughs) I think the fact that we live on a boat is going to give them the kinds of memories that they're not going to forget, that they're going to share and talk about as they get, you know, into their adulthood. Sure. Do they talk about the RV? We lived in that for six months. Hayden does. It was her 13th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Teenagers. Um... Who those were some tough years with her. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I kept looking at us this weekend or this week, Thanksgiving. One other boat showed up while we were there. One couple, just the two of them. And they didn't really come in and they didn't, you know, we didn't really see them, but right. they were on the island. So for the most part, we had an entire island to ourselves for a day. Which was this awesome. huge complex, you know places for the kids to play and there's tons of things to do i can't imagine that didn't make a memory right right and that's what i'm saying you know that the, the concern about not doing christmas up or not doing thanksgiving up is not that big of a deal but yeah. i feel like it is because i was raised with so many things that we you know you do that as a tradition right and i, I, don't I remember like... my thanksgivings <laughs> growing up my mom will my mom will send me an email i'm sure telling me what we did but i don't i don't really i think the only christmas i really remember remember was a couple in korea but i was already i don't know 16 17 by then i remember like every mm. christmas i go back to like i'm 4 but mm. i have a crazy memory right Along with my directions, I also remember pretty much everything. (laughs) Like, Hmm. every place I've lived. No, Christmas holidays was a big thing for my grandma. And she passed that down to her family, I think. And she wanted tradition. So, my grandma... I think her dad came over to the States as a child. I want to say it's her dad. But she's not super, I mean, she's pretty close to the line of people that came directly from Denmark. Okay. I guess that's what I'm saying. And both of her parents were from Denmark. And so she was 100% Danish. All Danish, yeah. And so we did a couple of things that was a big deal in our family. Uh, Lefsa. She made Lefsa. What is Lefsa? 
Lefsa is a weird thing. My brother actually just texted me, uh, Caleb, to ask me how to make it. <laughs> it's basically like back in the day, they had leftover mashed potatoes. So maybe from the night before or whatever. The recipe even says like, have older mashed potatoes. Okay. But they'd be mashed potatoes like I wouldn't make. So you wouldn't want to have garlic or anything in them. They're pretty plain mashed potatoes. And you add like butter and flour and then you take them and you roll them out into like really, really skinny, like a crepe kind okay. of shape, mm-hmm. right? But you roll them out on the on a floury surface and then you fry them. Huh. And then you fill them, you put butter all over. Oh, is this your cottage cheese stuff? No, that that's <laughs> not anything in my family. Okay, okay. Take that away. Blah. <laughs> okay. Not even close. Then you take a bunch of butter okay. and white sugar, just sugar inside, and then you roll it up. And you don't eat them hot. You eat them cold. <laughs> so it's like a potato-y tortilla? Yes, with butter and sugar inside. Huh. So there are 12 grandkids, and I would say six of us probably love them and six hate them. Hmm. Um, but you would, before Christmas, spend weeks making them. And freeze like tons and tons and tons. So we had lots. Mm. Uh, so we had left that. And then the Was that other... a Thanksgiving thing or a Christmas thing or just That's an Chris- anytime? Christmas. That's Christmas. Okay. Sorry. I know we're not at Christmas, but I was thinking of traditions. Because I guess I can tell my other traditions later then. Well, no, we can start talking about Christmas. It is December. And a lot of the boats out in our marina have Christmas lights on them because there's a Christmas parade yeah, coming up. there's a parade up, coming a parade up. parade of lights. Lights are my favorite. Well, then I'll just say real fast. The other thing is dancing around the Christmas tree, which we have kind of talked about if you listen to the... The surrogacy uh, episode. The surrogacy episode. Right. Which is singing New Havuligan, which is about some spirits or something. But I don't know because we sang it in the Danish. So that's... <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. You don't, yeah, you don't know what it translates to. Uh, but we've done that every year. That is one thing that I do with the kids. So we dance around a Christmas tree. Not in the boat. So Yeah, we don't have a Christmas tree. But we're going boat. to my mom and dad's for Christmas, so they have a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> we're not taking the boat with us. No. Not down to California. I'd love to. But uh doesn't reach that far. I mean inland. Right. We can get to California, <laughs> but they live near Fresno. Doesn't yeah, that's not gonna work. So <laughs> anyway, so we had an amazing Thanksgiving. Uh, by the time we got home, the wind had subsided, so we had a nice drive. Do you call it driving? You're not driving. We do this all the time. I know. We I had don't a nice know trip the, back. I don't know what the term is. Someone can tell us. And we got into the boathouse, and we were told the water was turned back down, back on, so we had water and power and the wind and everything i mean we always had power i just threw that in there um it was nice it it's constantly funny to me that if we go anywhere with the boat that we don't have to do the big packing even your mom said that yeah yeah like when we're leaving the island she thought oh we better pack right right i've got to pack to get ready to fly back to korea and i'm like nope your stuff's on the boat I was actually, when we got to the island, and I, I didn't end up bringing it up, but I was thinking, oh, man, this day would be perfect if I had some rum. I was like, I've got rum on my boat. This is, then yeah. it is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> brought Hayden, it with us. Hayden has said that before, too. Like, when we get someplace, he's like, oh, I need, oh, wait, I have it. I got it, yeah. <laughs> because our house came with us. It is pretty cool. And I was so excited. So Friday morning after Thanksgiving, waking up on the boat, now, I love our boathouse. I mean, it kept us safe from our first storm. And I'm sure there'll be more storms that'll keep us safe from. But man, did I love waking up and we're outside. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. I don't know. And then you woke me up and said, hey, if we get up now, we could see the sun come up. That's the most romantic thing you've ever said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm we got willing up, to get up with me because I'm the morning person. I love morning. We got up really early and walked uh, up the dock to the island, and uh, we were able to watch the sun come up. And it, it was like was 25 really, degrees outside. Really pretty though. Very cold. Everything was frozen. Very cold. But so totally worth it. And I got some good pictures. 
it was so quiet when we first stepped off the boat. And then as the sun starts to slowly come up, you hear more like animals waking up and birds Birds chirping chirping and and seagulls. And I look at you, I'm like, this is my favorite time of day. When I was a kid, I always woke up early, even in the summer. I'd wake up early mornings. Like I go to bed, even as an adult, my entire life, 37 years. When I go to bed, I'm so excited for morning. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like I'm so excited to go to bed because I know I get to have morning. Huh. Always. As a kid even. And then I'd go to my friend's house and I'd knock on the door. It's like maybe eight o'clock in the summer and parents were always like, they're still sleeping. They're missing out. If you don't get up when the sun gets up, you're missing out on something. And then I have this like fear of missing out on the day or something amazing. You know, some people feel like if you go to bed so early, you're missing out on what's happening at night. <laughs> some people do have a nightlife, you I know. I do not like nightlife, so I'm pretty sure I know I'm missing out on nothing. <laughs> oh, man. I think that yeah. is all we have for this week. Um, we do plan to go down to California, but probably not for a couple weeks. We'll probably record another time we have like a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, before we head down. Um, the... The Parade of Lights happens next weekend. Yeah, that'll be fun. We'll take pictures. Yeah. Do you... Boats all lit up. We've seen some of them putting their lights on their boats. I'm so excited. This is one where I, I almost think I'd rather watch it from the shore than from our boat. Because if you're in the boat, it's like being in traffic with the lights. And I don't think that'll be as pretty. Oh, I guess we'll find out. Yeah. I, I think we've been asked if we we're going to be in the parade, but we don't have any lights to put on the boat. I got rid of them all. I found some. The previous owners of our boat (gasps) have Christmas lights up in the flybridge underneath the benches. So we we do have on our boat, not in the boathouse. The previous owners of the boat of Nautica. You found lights? They have lights underneath the benches in the flybridge. I wonder if that was for up top. And then I went and bought boat or boat. I went and bought lights for up top. Uh Uh-huh. That's Interesting. That's not enough. I've seen some of the boats that are going to be in the parade. <laughs> We're not going to be in the parade. <laughs> They've got like Santa on the boat. We no, won't. there's some really pretty boats out it's there. It's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. I love Christmas lights. So much. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is all, my favorite. Right. Between all the Christmas music that is constantly playing, I know it's your favorite. Oh, but you know what? I've also made it the girls' favorite, too, so. They do love it. They actually started the music before me this year. (laughs) (laughs) I don't enjoy it so much. It's Well. I think the repetition bothers me. Of Christmas music? Yeah. Do you know what I don't have out yet? And I know where it is in the storage unit, but I haven't got it out because I know how much it bothers you, but oh, I want to get it. You've got a clock? Yes! (laughs) You've got this clock that on the hour chimes some Christmas thing. A Christmas some song. Some Christmas song. Is it like the... 12 different songs or yeah. is it the same song every no, time? No, they're different. Yeah. We've had this since we got married. <laughs> it was my grandma's and then my mom had when they had one at the same. I think my dad finally made my mom get rid of hers or hers stopped working. But mine's not stopped working. Hmm. And I know how much you hate it. I've seen it at the storage unit. I've wanted to grab it. It's one of the few Christmas items I kept. You can grab it if you want to, Kendra. You won't hate me? I won't hate you. You just said you hate Christmas music. You sounded like Scrooge a second ago. (laughs) I just have a different taste in music, I guess. Every Christmas song is different. You can pick any, like, you know. All right. Well, while everyone else listening at home is debating whether or not you're right or uh, I'm right? I'm right. <laughs> no, whether or not uh, Christmas music gets repetitive after a while. Um, well, maybe that's why it's only for a month. Yeah. I feel like people on in my camp are just pulling their hair out, just waiting for it to end. And people in my camp are happy. I know. <laughs> Your people are not happy. Just pick joy, man. Just pick joy. Hey, hey, hey. It's not about joy. It is. I no, literally have... No, the season have, is about joy. Yes. I literally have yes, signs. Yes. Like, that's like the biggest thing that I love about Christmas is all the joy. And I pick anything that says joy. And that's one of the things I kept that says <laughs> is joy. And I find joy in all of the things. I can't eat any cookies this year, though. That sucks. But I'll find something on joy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like I get to eat all the joy. You do. You guys all ate all the pie. I didn't get pie. Oh. That's okay. I'll find something. 
until we figure out what I can eat. Christmas salad. That's that's not a thing. <laughs> Said no one ever. Uh, no, you've you've actually found some gluten free, fun free donuts at the, the donuts local store. Donuts are pretty good. Uh, not just gluten free, honey. I know gluten, dairy, dairy, soy, soy. I think that's it. Those are <laughs> right, which is almost all foods. Uh, <sighs> it's okay. I feel better. That's what I keep telling myself, <laughs> so that I can enjoy some of it. Right. But anyway, no, we have a couple weeks left on the boat. A lot of kids' Christmas stuff that we'll have to do coming up, concerts and all that. And then uh, when we were at my mom's, I actually want to do a, like a Christmas special. And I oh asked yeah, we'll be my, bringing our stuff down there to record. Yeah, because I asked my sister if she would do an episode with me mm. and talk about sisters. Now I know you hate Christmas movies as much as you hate Christmas songs, <laughs> but White Christmas. Ugh. <laughs> wow oh my gosh like the words weren't even out of my mouth <laughs> that movie drives me nuts okay but i was actually like can we play the song the sister song uh, yes i mean and then like we're for sisters the episode, I suppose and it's christmas sense. and we're sisters <laughs> oh man and then next we'll do an episode called scrooge <laughs> i do like that movie or actually. the grinch i don't know what to call you <laughs> Like you just rolled your eyes. It's the best movie. It's White Christmas. It's a classic. Uh, all right. On that note, we're gonna go watch White Christmas. <laughs> all right, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, Happy Thanksgiving, and uh, I Merry guess Christmas. In a couple of weeks, it'll be Merry Christmas. I'm gonna say Merry Christmas every week until it's Christmas. I suppose you can do that. I get that oh, as a right. Man. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> <laughs>